Welcome to your Active Tech Brief Podcast. My name is Luca Bertuzzi, your technology editor. This week, we take a closer look at a Nordic approach to the platform economy. For an overview on all things technology-related in the EU, sign up to our free newsletter or visit the website youractive.com. This is your Active Tech Brief Podcast. Today I'm joined by Marte Mios Persson, Norwegian Minister of Labour and Social Inclusion. Hello, Marte. Hello. Uh, so you're in Brussels to discuss the um, platform worker economy with uh, European partners. And there is a lot of talk about the Norwegian approach to social affairs. Can you describe in a nutshell what does this uh, Norwegian approach consist of? Uh, when it comes to the um, proposal of the platform directive, uh, the Norwegian wel- nowhere welcomes the European Commission's uh, uh, proposal to improve working uh, conditions for platform workers. Uh, and we support a directive that um, uh, respects national labour market model, also national competence and the autonomy of the social partners. Uh, and Norway also uh, welcomes the strong emphasis uh, on the social dimension in Europe, illustrated by the European pillar of social rights. And however, the question of the irrelevance of this is, of course, of the proposed directive must, of course, be be assessed. And, uh, and but but the status of the platform workers are, are amongst the subjects of a publicly studied that recently was performed by a committee in Norway and, and we are doing uh, legislation work on this uh, uh, back at home. So uh, Scandinavian countries are quite well known for doing things a little bit differently from the rest of Europe. How would you describe this uniqueness about the Scandinavian or Norwegian way of approaching social affairs and what are the sort of things that could replicate it in Europe? We have a very strong and long tradition in social dialogue between the partners in Norway, between the government and the um, uh, employers organization and the uh, employee, the trade unions in Norway. And this uh, conversation or dialogue with the social partners. It's not uh, only uh, on the on the issue of work-related issues, but it's it's in all parts of uh, the dialogue. It's a, it's about um, um, the welfare system. It's about pensions. It's about uh, uh, just transition to the green uh, economy. It's about uh, the pandemic, and it was, uh, at my point of view, uh, very paramount uh, in the in the pandemic that we we succeed that good that we that we that we actually did uh, that we had a good social dialogue. So the social di- dialogue, but the the tripartite uh, discussion in Norway is is in every area uh, of the political dimensions and in all area, both on the national level, but also on the local level, very important uh, for us. And I think it's it's making us uh, more competitive. Uh, it's uh, giving us, uh, us uh, 
a higher production uh, and it has been given uh, both workers and employers uh, a good economic um, fundament and it's of course also having um, uh, the dimension that uh, it gives uh, us that are politicians uh, um, uh, in government uh, a solid uh, uh, foundation to um, to make new policies because it's based on uh, on the dialogue so we know we, we know what what is the um, discussion about issues, uh, what is the argument against and what are the arguments uh, for. So I think it's giving us also a very good fundament for, for what we are um, proposing in, in all aspects of pol politics and all. So you were here in Brussels uh, to discuss with the European Commission uh, about the, their approach uh, to the platform workers. How uh, does the uh, Commission proposal uh, difference, or what are the main differences with the Commission proposal uh, and the legal framework that you have in Norway? Uh, and what are potentially points uh, that you see could be improved? I would like to put the question the other way around, because I think it's more uh, interesting to, to see what is the likeness about this. And it's, uh, um, um, I think the 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 real question is, uh, it is it is important important uh, that we have to reduce uh, the grain zones and also the uh, misclassification of workers, uh, and that is one of the things that we are doing in our legislation. And I think it's it's also crucial and important in what the European Commission's uh, proposal is to to do so. Uh, and correct uh, classified workers uh, uh, that you are an employee or self-employed uh, um, is essential uh, also to, to reduce the goals of um, uh, to reduce uh, gray zones and, and also it is um, um, important uh, uh, when it comes to empowerment of, uh, of workers. So uh, we support uh, uh, a directive that respects the national uh, labor uh, market model, uh, that they have a national uh, competence and autonomy of the social partners. Um, uh, but of course, it is um, important for us that um, that we don't know yet if this is uh, e have has EEA relevance. Um, um, but we we share the same goals that we have to empowerment uh, the platform uh, the conditions for platform workers you're just mentioning the fact that uh, this sort of gray area between the self-employed legitimately self-employed and those uh, let's say fake uh, self-employed and the way the commission has proposed to address this is via this rebuttable uh, presumption of employment. What is your view on this uh, notion of uh, the presumption of employment? Do you have anything uh, like this in Norway? The ministry is now following up uh, a proposal on how the notion of uh, employee can be further clarified in the Norwegian Act of Employment Protections. Um, and this 
proposal that we are working on uh, also includes a specific uh, presumption clause. We also heard uh, from the experience from uh, Fudora, a Norwegian company, and how they sort of stroke a collective uh, bargaining agreement between the, the company and the workers. To what extent these um, collective agreements can be effective tools for improving the workers' conditions? And what are the conditions that make these uh, collective agreements uh, work? The basis that we are having a good organized uh, working life uh, is that you have, of course, uh, well-organized partners, uh, social partners. Um, and then you have a, a solid uh, foundation in the legislation, and then you have the uh, collective bargain uh, uh, agreements that is uh, equally both uh, very important. But uh, uh, I think the bargaining, uh, collective bargaining agreements is, is crucial because um, um, it represents a unique uh, agreement between uh, the two partners uh, and it also um, makes them responsible for uh, uh, also um, yeah, on how the wages are uh, developing, it makes them responsible for um, the social uh, environment at work, so uh, it, it makes them uh, responsible in a very unique way uh, that that not only the, the legislation can, can do. So, uh, but both things is important. We have to have uh, legislation, uh, but also the collective, uh, collective uh, agreements is very important. Yeah, so I guess the question is then, how do you force the company to the table? Um, because as, as the, we heard in the Fedora's case, uh, then the collective agreement was worked very well, especially in, in this um, sort of context of trust that you have in Norway with a lot of social capital. But the, the hardest step perhaps was to force the company to sit to the table. So how, how do you suggest uh, this is achieved? The way it functions in Norway is that this is a, actually a total question between the social partners between the employers and the employees. Um, but, but of course, the employers uh, have some power also to force them to the table. Like mentioned in the Fedora case, uh, they use the collective strike as, a, um, as a, one of their um, the tools to, to make them come to the table. Um, but in many cases, it's not needed to to use those tools, but the tools are there, so uh, both partners know that they can be used. So it's not always that you have to use the tools, it's the knowledge that you have them. Um, you're a Nordic country, but you're not part of the EU. Um, and some we heard some noises from other Nordic countries like Sweden that they don't uh, necessarily appreciate the commission approach because uh, it doesn't uh, fully take into account the uh, specificity of the social um, market and of the so social approach in Sweden. Are you in favor of this proposal? Because 
you're sort of standing out of the EU and looking at this as possibly setting up uh, a bar whereby your companies like Fudora would see a level playing field in the EU market? It's very important that, the, uh, that we have a directive that respects uh, the autonomy of the social partners. And that's very crucial for, for us. And, and as you mentioned, Norway is not a member of the European Union, uh, but we are connected to the European Union uh, with the, within the EEA. And we don't know uh, that if this is EEA uh, relevant. Uh, so that, that we have to see when it's uh, finished. Um, so um, uh, I think it's um, important that, uh, that these directives respect uh, both the national uh, labor market models, the national competence on, on this, and, and, and of course the, the autonomy of the social partners. Um, we, are, uh, we welcome this because it is, the, uh, it is a proposal to improve uh, working conditions for platform workers. We welcome um, initiatives that uh, that are uh, and strengthening uh, and strengthening the social dimensions. And um, uh, for the Norwegian government, labour market policy is a top priority. Uh, we will secure workers permanent full time positions with pay and working condi working conditions um, according to to national standards. So. Um, we are uh, doing a lot of work uh, on this and, and we are uh, doing also national legislation on the platform economy. So um, we can see that this is um, the way the European Commission wants to improve uh, working conditions for platform workers. It's, uh, it's uh, very welcoming, but uh, we need to to, to have a directive that uh, also respects national labour market model and uh, uh, national competence uh, and I think uh, also then the autonomy of the social partners. Martin Niels-Persen is Norway's Minister of Labour and Social Inclusion. Thank you, Martin. That's all we got time for this week. Don't forget to sign up to our free Tech Brief newsletter to stay on top of tech news and digital policy developments in the EU and beyond. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast published on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and Amazon Music. This episode was produced with the technical help of Abby Curie. I'm your Luca Bertuzzi and thank you for listening. <laughs>